I'm Katie Clark. I'm a mom of three, luxury matchmaker, and a no-nonsense dating coach on a mission to help singles reclaim their love life one date at a time. In today's dating landscape, from apps and swipes to texting and ghosting, so much has changed. But you know what I've found out still actually works best? Old school standards with new school style. Teaching my philosophy on how to date like an adult, no topic is off limits. I address everything from taboo to trending in dating. So grab your earbuds and get ready for some practical dating advice, saucy stories, and new inspiration to find your way to true love. I've helped thousands of people be confident, feel successful, and to have some fun dating along their journey. And I'm here to help you too. Thanks for joining the Dating with Katie podcast. Today I'm going to get into a kind of a tender topic. It's about dating with limitations. I'm going to share seven or eight limitations that might be a little close to your heart. And some of them are a little hard to talk about. Some are health related. Some are just child rearing related. But these definitely limit you in your dating pool and your dating life. And that's okay because everything has a season. I know I was a single mom and I really wanted to focus on my kids. I had fun while I was dating then, but I was never bound to get serious because I wanted to really take time to focus. Uh, and now I'm married and happy and the kids are great. So uh, really making sure that we're taking these limiting factors and making sure we make good choices about them. So I hope today's podcast will really help you in that. Well, thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed multiple podcasts of mine. Uh, They're all 15 minutes long, 1% of your day. And do me a huge favor, subscribe. Once a week, you get 15 minutes of Dating with Katie, realistic, practical, helpful dating advice. A lot of this comes from you guys. I am a full-time matchmaker. I am dealing with hundreds of people, putting them on dates, getting feedback. I know what's going on. I get a pulse of both sides of the story. So I do try to share that back with you. And do me another favor, give me a five-star review send this to a friend, and make sure you follow me on Instagram where I do a lot of my polls and interactions. Always fun. If you've got an idea, send it my way at datingwithkatie at gmail.com or just DM me. You know, if you want to work with me, that's another thing. Just get in my database, uh, drop it, drop a little spot right here, then you can work with me. And I do matchmaking full-time and I'm coaching and I have a lot of great courses, so check those out. Okay. So I've got about seven, about eight um, different reasons why you have a limiting factor in your dating. Now, if you've listened to me long enough, you know that I speak about my 80-20 rule of dating. And the reason I do this is really to get you grounded and not so disappointed because I want you to be getting confident in dating. And when you go back out there and you're new on the market and everyone's ghosting you, catfishing you, hatfishing you, um, people just aren't who they say they are, you get disappointed and, and you get discouraged. And I don't want that. What I'd rather you do is go in with realistic uh, understanding that 80% of the people that are online, that are out there in real life, that are single, are junk. And I know I've had some, you know, pushback. Oh, Katie, they're not junk. Well, I'm going to tell you they're dating junk because they're not ready. They are not ready to be sold. They're not ready to be put on the market. They haven't done their work. The bones of the house are not are not made well. Uh, the outside is a little bit of a mess as well, or it could be the opposite. The outside looks great, but the bones are a mess. Um, I always like to use my house analogy. And really, it's it's about finding those other 20 percenters. And I like to call those people my cool, meaning they're just interesting people. They do interesting things. They travel really well. They, do, they love their job. They're just cool people. Uh, their quality, they have a value set. They know where they stand and what they believe and what they'll put up with. So like when I talk about the good guy, the good guy is not the nice guy. The good guy has a value set. And ladies, if you are not mirroring back effort back to him, he's going to move on. And you missed him. You missed the good guy. 
Uh, he might not have been tall, dark, and handsome, but you know what? He would have adored you. And so I always am encouraging that we look for our other 20%. Now it's hard to find because in that mass, the 20% is small and then you got to find your one. So if you need help with that, that's my job. I literally source amazing people, right? I recruit amazing people for my clients. Okay, so it's interesting because I, I have this other theory. It's called disposable dating. And in disposable dating, it's the idea that there's way too many choices, so we just can swipe left, swipe right, and move on. And I have to say, in my early ages and stages of dating, I was quick to just jump back online. I didn't want to have to work it out with somebody, and I was just dating for fun anyway. And I took a poll recently, and 52% of you said you're laser-focused at dating, 33% said you're pretty focused. And then the rest of you said, do I have to focus right now, Katie? And at least that's fair. I honor you for not not pretending. Um, But I really just thought it was so easy for me to jump back on and swipe on the next guy and not have to deal with anything until I I was ready to mature and really want a relationship. So I understand everyone's at a different season in life. But I wanted to read you this. I found this online and it's from foryourmarriage.com. And it says this. There is a greediness involved in online dating, says Aisha Vardog, one of Britain's leading divorce lawyers. It is, after all, a sort of digital menu full of people waiting to be chosen or disregarded, as well as the convenience factor. It's easy to get carried away with the high of instant gratification and not give the relationship a real chance to develop. Well said, bravo. I would repeat all that in an instant. The idea of disposable dating and not having to work through it. Again, I have my 333 rule, three dates, three weeks, three months. Get to know somebody. Don't be so dismissive. Really work on the deeper parts of this. Well, now that we understand that, you know, dating with limitations, I think our biggest limitation right now is actually that we have so many options. So with online dating, uh, there is just options are limitless and there's a new app every third month, right? I've even thought of creating my own. It's like, well, Katie, how would you make it different and make it quality? Um, The only 20 percenters, right? Um, So one of the limitations is technology. And even it comes into the mix in dating as well. Like you have so many opportunities to, to communicate to somebody. With technology nowadays, you can call, you can text, you can DM, you can send a video, you can send a voice note, you can do so many things. And yet, the number one thing I hear quite often uh, with women and men in the dating realm is, well, he didn't text me back. I haven't heard from him. He's, you know, it's been three days. Like, really? In this day and age, I can sit on a toilet, and you know, we all do this, and I can send somebody a text thinking about you, and yet people still aren't doing it. So I, I think it's almost going to bite us in the butt, you know what I mean, uh, with all this tech, technology. What's supposed to be so great, that's the, the irony of it all, it can almost be a giant limitation for us. Well, let's go into my number one. So the number one thing I hear often is people are just too busy, but that doesn't mean they stop trying, and that's the problem, is that they really are limited on time, and they really do want to be dating, but when I hear of two people matching on Bumble and it takes three weeks because, well, I'm just so busy and they're just so busy. And I know as a matchmaker, it's one of the hardest things I have to do is find when two uh, quality people who are doing cool things are free. And that is a limiting factor right there, you guys. I see it in the 30-year-old girls who are like, I want to get married. But then they go you know, halfway around the world with their girlfriends for a month. Okay, well, stop doing that. Stick around and start dating guys, right? You need to really choose how you 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 choose your time. 
Uh, I know for me as a single mom, I did make it a point to have an available schedule so I could date guys. Uh, I knew if I was working 40, 50 hours a week, I was going to be exhausted, cranky, and busy with my kids. So instead, I did odd jobs and I made things work and I kept an available schedule. And I can tell you to this day, that's one of the things my husband loves about me. I got creative uh, in the work world and decided there's no way I can do a nine to fiver. I tried being a teacher. I tried working at U.S. Foods. It was not a fit for me. I like my freedom. I like my availability. I wanted to be with men. I wanted to date and I wanted to vacay. And so therefore I knew that I needed to have that availability. And oftentimes I'll call a woman for a client and I'll say, how available are you? Oh, I can date. No, really, how available are you? Because the second thing is you probably, if you have kids, that's a limitation. And you know me, I am super pro children. I love my kids. Your kids come before any date. Your kids come before any man, any woman. So always make sure you put them first. Your kids are very smart. They know that you're dating. They can feel it. They can feel the energy of it. They know when you're missing. My daughter used to catch my Instagram photos and be like, okay, where are you, mom? Like, they're not stupid, you guys. So really make sure that they don't feel like they're a limitation to you. So either bring them into the process and teach them how to date well because this younger generation needs to learn um, and, and don't become too busy with them or without them. Uh, really find your support system, find a network of other moms you can work with, uh, other you know family that can babysit for you. It does take a village. So with these first two being too busy and having kids, uh, even some of you, it's not just kids, it's dogs, right? You have to go home and let the dog out. That is a limitation. So think about that when you are prepared to get a dog because you're single, you are now gonna have a limitation. And that can really change your dating spectrum and who wants to date you and who can date you because of your limitations. All right, well, number three is you just don't have enough money. Like dating costs money. And yeah, you could do Starbucks dates all day, but eventually I know no woman's gonna put up with that. And yes, I believe in being creative and you don't have to have all the money in the world, but you need your finances in order. And this goes for you ladies as well. Some of you would rather go buy more clothes and get your hair, you know, blowout. But if you can't afford it, don't do it. And, and don't get a blowout for a first date and be disappointed if he doesn't want a second date. Like your blowout does not mean that he wants a second date with you. It means that you just spent $60 on a blowout and you should look and feel good for it. And that's all that means. So really make sure that you are financially set. I have some podcasts like on gold digging. I have financial podcasts that are just focused on that. I think that's in the 50s. Um, I mean, I work with a financial advisor. I came from zero. I got $300 a month from my ex-husband. Like I was not living large, guys. Um, and I really, you know, I really worked for it. And I figured out how to do it better. I don't believe in debt. I mean, for home, sure, maybe a car and maybe college. But don't be living in credit card debt. Get your, get your finances in order on both sides of the table because that is a limitation in your dating. Uh, number four, when you have physical or health ailments. Um, so let's bring up the first one, STDs, STIs. They call them, you know, uh, sexually transmitted diseases. Now they're sexually transmitted infections, something like that. Either way. Um, so a lot of people have herpes. It's, it's a question we ask on our database question. You know, do you have herpes? Do you have any physicalities, that physical issues that we should know about? And I've dated two men with herpes. And very interestingly, you wonder, well, when should you bring it up? Uh, these men did not bring it up for quite a long time. So, you know, we were playing the makeout game for a while. 
and it wasn't really progressing, which I'm, I'm great with because I don't like moving forward quickly. Um, but eventually you have to go, well, why isn't it progressing? Like, am I not cute? You know, sometimes as a woman, you kind of wonder these things. And then eventually one night, one of the guys was like, I just have to tell you, I have herpes. I mean, it was, it was kind of disgusting because we're in the middle of making out and I am just like, really, could you not have done this over dinner? So make sure if you do have an STD, STI, um, and you know it's contagious, number one, herpes is not as big of a deal anymore. There are websites actually for people with herpes. Um, you can bring it up maybe about date two or three and you could ask, how do you feel about dating someone with herpes? You know, I even hate the word herpes. It's such a gross word. Um, but bring it up. Bring it up in date two or three because by date three, you should know if you really want to be with that person. I'm sure it's not the first round of hearing someone with herpes. I know people who've gotten married to people with herpes. You know, it's a don't have sex during the breakout. This It's, it's not a contagion. We're not all going to die from it. So bring it up by date three. I think that's fair. Um, but let's move on to like a, a health issue. And I wanted to read this from a woman who follows me. She has CFS, which I, I, I'm going to butcher the name here, but I... It's a myalgic and yeah, not a doctor here. So we're just gonna call it CSF, CFS. And it's a serious long-term illness that affects your immune system. Okay, so she says, you know, I have a chronic Lyme disease, basically. It works better for me to tell somebody uh, when I wait for it to come up naturally in a conversation or um, I look for an opening in a conversation where my response is, oh, I have CFS. It means yada, yada. I do this for it, yada, yada. I can't do this though, yada, yada. But I can do this, yada, yada. I need blank accommodations on dates. Um, and usually she says that makes sense to the person. She says, sometimes on a video chat, I'll do it before a date or by date one, or sometimes it's as late as date three. Okay, that's a lot to ingest from anyone who's going to be dating you. So I understand that she's eager to let you know and put all of her ducks, you know, throw everything on the table there. But at the same time, a man who might have been willing, if, if, you, if he had given you three dates, if you had spent some time together, to work with you on it, on date one, on the video chat, I'd like to know, did she get the date after the video chat? So be very mindful in the order in which you tell people and about how much you tell them in these kind of uh, limitations. It's a lot. It is definitely a lot. And then she goes on to say, you know, I can't do very active dates such as pickleball, but I can do museums or bowling, but I need to take a break often for my body. Well, at the same time, you should be looking for a physical equivalent to somebody like you. Somebody who says in their bio, oh, I like museums. Uh, you know, you shouldn't be dating a tennis guy. You don't swipe on the guy who says he loves tennis and backpacking. So again, be mindful of who you're swiping on, find your equal, and then move forward with that. You know, and then we also have to think about in limitations, this is number five, not only your physical limitations and health limitations, but other people around you. So if you have children that are disabled, if you have um, long-term disabilities, if you have parents that have them, or if you're a caretaker, I know when my dad got sick, it was a lot of work. And there's no way had I been single that I could have balanced the both and done either one well. And I noticed in my life when I try to do everything, it all becomes C average. And I don't want to be C average in everything. I want to do my things well. And so sometimes you got to put other stuff on the back burner. So my dad got sick. Uh, I really honored and respected people who are taking care of their aging parents. And I have a woman who's now renting out my house. She's 42, single mom, two boys. And I'm like, so do you date? And she says, no, Katie, I take care of my mom. And you know what? I got to give her mad props. I always value people who value their parents. Uh, there's a, a biblical principle to that. 
because um, when you honor your mother and father, you will have a long life and your things will go well. So I pray for that over her. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit more about the last couple of limitations on dating. So if you are a person who I love this is going to wait to have sex, you're going to be limited in dating. And that's a-okay, because your standard is exceptionally high. You know your value. You know what you want in life. And so I applaud that. Um, I will say that my husband and I stopped having sex six months before we got married. Um, biblically, we knew that that was actually correct, and we weren't living that way. And it was hard. I think, I think we felt the most disconnected during those six months because we had to get creative on how to connect, not just physically, but through other ways. So even though it's a limitation, I want to applaud that and say that is the best limitation because it has an outcome that says, I'm going to need to connect with you in other ways. And we can always have physicality after marriage or after when we decide, but great job on that limitation. And then lastly, the other limitation with dating right now is you actually don't really know these people that you're dating. There no longer is introductions that are from family members. A lot of people are afraid to do these intros. Oh, what if it doesn't go well? And, you know, I like to think that we're all adults dating here, that if I introduce a friend of mine, even with a client, uh, they're both going to be polite on a first date. It's not going to be weird. And if they both want to pass, okay. Who, does, who wants to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with them anyway? So that's the bummer is that even with all this technology, the limitation is now that we are meeting up with people we don't know. And sure enough, I talked to the girlfriend today who was spending all this time with a guy, a hot guy from New York, and she sent me the picture. And I said, girl, this guy is fake. I know it. You should listen to me. Stop wasting your time. And of course I was right. But she had to learn the lesson for herself, and she did. Uh, but sadly, you just really don't know who you're talking to uh, until you meet them. And then even then, you kind of have to wonder sometimes. You hear these horror stories. You see these TV series about this. What is that, Dear John one? I don't even know. Um, you know, Tinder swindlers, holy guacamole. Um, so just make sure you have a good source of friends around you, people who've got your back, who are also watching on your behalf so that this does not happen to you. Now, I understand these limitations might be seasonal or they might be forever, but I'm asking that you would just really think about how to maneuver them so that when you are out dating, you give the other people the honor and respect. And for those that are taking care of their parents, working through health issues, I applaud you. Keep doing that. Focus maybe on just that right now. Focus on raising your kids. Um, you can always find your perfect mate because the right person at the right time will show up. All right, you guys, thanks so much. Send this to a friend who could use some encouragement. Uh, make sure you subscribe and get in my database. All right, cheers to great dating.